0: Broadcasting live from an Airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we're discussing the Enid Brewing Company and Enid. And later on in the show, we're going to talk a $3 billion in economic impact to Oklahoma. I'm Brett. And I am Hercules. Yes, you are, because you have. Arisen the Show from the Dead. I have arisen the Show. Arisen. Arisen the sh- Is it risen? Lifted. I think lifted. lifted You've lifted. lifted. I think you would say lifted if you were saying it was. Your strength, your power, your grace. But can you lift a beer? Dude, Enid Brewing Company is the first. They're the Hercules of beer. I love this. Yeah. They're the first grain to glass brewery in Oklahoma. That's the. I see what they did. It's it's the beer connoisseurs' farm-to-table. Absolutely. But it, I don't want to talk about any of the political issues happening with the beer community right now at all. What, you don't want to ask but if they... But can, can we ahead. be honest and yeah. say... Bud Light's eat, not that good a beer anyway? No, I was going to say prior to any mm-hmm. beers making national news, yeah. that the Only an OK show would have been advocating... by local grain-to-glass breweries in Oklahoma. Right. No, absolutely. Not a question about it. We don't want, it at the Only and OK show, we don't want anything that's mass-produced. We don't want your multinational corporation money. You take that and you shove it. We don't want your money. What we're saying is, we're saying no to the big guys. We don't want your money. Lowe's? We're yep. not taking any ads for Lowe's. We're not taking ads for Lowe's. Home Depot, Home Depot maybe? No. No,
1: unless it's, Oklahoma
0: business. unless it's Homegrown Depot. Back to Enid Brewery Company. Only in Oklahoma. Proud. Yes. Enid Brewery Company. We are proud of them. They also serve food. And I'll bring it up later in the show. There's also a nice place to lay your head at the end of the day where you had too many, too many bre- grain-to-glass many- brews. When you've reached the end of your Enid beer, what do they call that, a beer flight? Beer crawl. Beer crawl, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Beer no, crawl. No, no I don't that's think a pub so. crawl. Yeah, this isn't one of those. We're not, we're not good at this. We're terrible at. We don't drink enough. Maybe that's <laughs> what. Maybe we should drink more. Enid Brewing Company was started by Brady Sidwell and Justin Blazer. It was in partnership with some local farms and dude, a stellar idea. Yeah, you're not here. I mean, yes, you know, Oklahoma has kind of gradually become like this hub for for. Uh, Hell, people doing their own home brews, and you've got Coop, and you've got Black Mesa Brewing. I mean, there's they're all over the place. Wineries is another thing that's kind of popped up. But I don't hear of a lot of them doing exactly what they're doing. No, where everything's local, from local providers, that sort of stuff. I yeah. think it's a great idea. It's great for the communities. But Brady and Justin started this in 2019. The worst time to start anything. Dude, I'm Am telling I you. I mean, historically, the absolute worst time to start anything, but they have been a massive success. Their mission, simple, brew quality beer with traditional ingredients and modern techniques that will satisfy every palate from enthusiasts to connoisseur alike. Now, know, I have to think about it for a second. Is 2019 a bad time to start a brewery? Dude, there was no going out. Yeah, but... It, In 2020, if, if March there were, of 2020 rolled around and nobody went anywhere for anything. If there was ever a time to hell start drinking, would probably be 2019, 2020. Yeah, but how many people weren't even going out to buy? That's yeah, true. So, no, I, you're right. They had they had to knock it out of the park to make it through that, that that's time. Crazy, you know. And how many? And just a quick aside, how many small business, local business owners have we interviewed within the last three to four years? that literally started, I mean... Right around that time. Right around that time. Or they totally changed up everything at that time and made it work. Made it work. I mean, it's that's a testament. You really have to, have, A, put your money where your mouth is, put the consumer's mouth where your money is. You know what I mean? It makes sense. Think about it. I, I'm i trying to visualize. I don't want to. I, put I your money where... Okay. No. You, you know how, I'll explain that after no. the show. The point is... <laughs> Putting your product in front of the consumer, you really got to work at it. it again, it's it probably arguably one of the toughest times to to start anything, or and to not close and to not shutter. Yeah, no, yeah. I you you had to do a lot of stuff right at that point. In time. Yeah, but the vibe at this place it's lively, welcoming. Children are welcome. This is a family friendly establishment. So and. I personally kind of think it's, um what's the word I'm it's got good vibes. Yeah, and here's the thing about it. I think what's and I'm not saying if you drink beer, you're a lush. It's a certain type of person that drinks IPAs and, you know what I mean, your craft beers. Those are more for sipping and socializing. As opposed to As, slamming down some Michelobes or whatever. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure you could shotgun an IPA. I don't know... <laughs> How how well you would do at the end of it, but yeah, I'm pretty sure the brewmaster wouldn't like that. Though. No, it's kind of a it's kind of a shot. I'm not saying this is upper crust, but this is a different kind. I think if, if you go to a place like Enid Brewing, you probably it, it's just a different kind. of... It's a little bit it, there's a lot more pride. There you go, right there in that building for what you're being served. Right, there's not pee on the toilet it's toilet seat probably. <laughs> So, I've been to those places before. Go ahead. There's The <laughs> bathrooms are clean. Yes. But more importantly, there is a glass wall that has views straight into the brewing process. That's cool, man. You can sit right there and see the beer being created. That's, I'm trying to think of something. That's like the first time I went to Subway and watched them make my sandwich right there. I was like, wow, this is cool. Somehow, watching your beer being made is so much cooler. <laughs> I don't know that I was ever impressed by Subway. Okay, how ever. about how about Krispy Kreme donuts? You you watch your donuts coming. You see the, the people making them, and they're going through the thing and the da 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 da. And then the light comes on. And it says I fresh one. Maybe once, once, maybe once. I was excited about that. Okay, at the fair when they're making the cinnamon rolls, you get to watch them roll out the dough and slap on the blah, blah, blah. But it's still not making. The beer making process, it's science, man. It is a science. But I think the nice thing about the Enid Brewing Company is there's a lot of art that goes into this as well. Oh, yeah. So they have a lot of the traditional style IPAs and stouts Mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff with your usual flavors. But then they also have a lot of stuff that is way outside the box, like jalapeno and honey or just some crazy new idea that just works yeah i'm i'm all for some you know when i was a kid my first the first beer i ever tasted my uncle floyd i was 10 years old i was at a family reunion and he hands me a tall boy of old milwaukee and every you remember when we were kids it was like here drink if you gave a kid a beer now someone would slap you slap the kid and slap the beer of your hand but i had an old milwaukee it was nothing like this i think every i think it's a requirement like you're legally obligated as an uncle, yeah, to give out a beer to an underage, underage kid. When we were kids, the drinking age was ten, eight, seven. <laughs> if you could hold the can, you could drink it, and if you could keep it down, you you're could a, have another one. You were a stud. <laughs> but the point is, you know, don't drink beer, kids. Well, no, beer flavors are a dime a dozen with the with the, with your average store bought beers. You know, a lot of places are carrying local breweries now on cue is another one that that does a really good job of of showcasing they have a a whole section just for local breweries so having that variety hi on cue i'm gonna say that's about the hundredth time that we've mentioned on cue and we haven't got a can we get a text back hey on cue give us a call seriously we're local you're local we're local you know what i mean let's get local together (laughs) let's get physical no no, we don't want to get physical but let's get local but yeah (laughs) i mean but they have a ton of beers on tap right but in addition to the beer, yeah, they also have a full service restaurant with some bomb food, dude. Dude, the yeah, they've got a lot of your homegrown, home your 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 fan favorites, Smash Burgers, dude. You can't go wrong. You Really can't, especially when you're talking lo- locally sourced beef, fried onions, their special sauce. They also have bacon jam. Oh. Like, a, it's a bacon jelly, dude, it's on a, a hamburger. It's science. No, it, that's not science. It that's is kind of jelly. That is it's, amazing. It is amazing. I mean, you you turn... But, dude, it's science when you turn bacon into jam. I don't care how you do it. Just put it on my plate. So, I've been doing my keto thing for a long time. you jump you to have to break your streak here pretty quick. I... Have gone full carnivore for like the last 14 days. I think I'm doing pretty good. And one of the things that is available Take at the United Brewing Company, their ribeye, 16-ounce ribeye, local, pasture-raised, grain-finished from Sidwell Farms right there. You know? Like, you can pick it out, dude. Okay. I want I, that guy. Listen, I'm going to say something, and we might get canceled. Okay. Meh. Yeah. You don't like a ribeye? What is wrong leave. with you? I can Take or leave it. What is like literally? I, what is wrong with? I can you? take or leave it. I, I'm just I, eh. I mean, I bet it's great. I've had it many times, but it's it's just not my. I don't know. It doesn't okay, make me it so does, no, you, no 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 no. It doesn't make me feel bad enough when I eat it. They also have a chicken fried steak. I have not had the chicken fried steak. I'm a sucker for a freaking chicken fried steak, dude. But the description of their chicken fried steak. Served with charred jalapeno gravy and choice of two sides, big enough to feed two people. They've never met you. That's cute. They've never met you, people. But but they are looking for you to come. They have a dessert for you called Uh the Tuxedo Bomb. Hmm. It is an individual ice cream cake, kind of like a frozen ding dong. Okay. If the last thing didn't cancel, frozen ding dong. Hostess <laughs> a ding dong, not right. I get what you're saying. Uh, not a ding dong made of prime rib. Gotcha. No, I'm not big on ice cream. I don't do a I, lot of dairy. But I'm not trying. I know we're we're supposed to sell the sizzle. It sounds. I would eat it because I like ding dongs. <laughs> okay, I stepped right into that one. I really did. I went into it head first. Uh. <laughs> I prefer the name Tuxedo Bomb as opposed to Ding Dong. <laughs> uh but anyway, ours, they have great hours. I don't know. Yes, they have great hours. It's one of the one of the local town things where they're closed on Mondays. I mean, god, you got to take a day off. They just do Sunday brunch on Sunday, mm-hmm. but then every other day of the week it's basically 11 to 10 or 11:30. Here's what I also like about them. I've been known to buy a shirt or two after that's my usually my dessert. If I like if if you do me right, I'm buying something tight. I usually I go usually go for the t shirts. You do? You actually just brought me one. I did. I did bring you a shirt. From Weber's Root Beer in Tulsa. It's on Peoria. Everything's on Peoria. There's a lot of stuff on Peoria <laughs> and there's a lot of stuff on Yale. Yeah, I I, I don't understand how that city is put together, honestly. I love Tulsa. I've been there a billion times. Yeah, same. And it literally seems like everything's on Peoria. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff on. <laughs> like, Peoria. Hey, here's a really cool <laughs> restaurant I never heard of. Where's it at? Let me guess, Peoria. But uh, quick shout out to to Weber's Root Beer. If you go to Re- Weber's Root Beer, dude, get yourself in double trouble and get the double double fourth pounder or double quarter pounder. Sorry, not fourth pounder. Get the double quarter pounder with cheese. Highly recommend. They also have a barrel aged root beer that recipes from 1933. I have to break my diet. Dude, I'm telling you right now. I know we're talking about Enid Brewing, but you got me on this, this Weber's thing. They're, everything is delicious. Every single thing. It's the best root beer. I'm a root beer guy. Give me a Susity Sarsaparilla. Shout out to, uh, uh, Sam Elliott from Big Lebowski for suggesting the, the Sioux City Sazerac, but give me a good root beer or a good a rock solid ginger ale that burns all the way down. Sign me up. They don't have that, but go to Weber's Root Beer. It's the oldest. It's the it's the oldest running business in the Brookwood area. Really? Yes. Cool. I said Brookwood. I think it's Brookwood. Yeah, it's. I had to get a t-shirt. I had to, and I had to get it for you. So now you'll be sporting their swag. We need to get some Enid Brewing swag, though. We do, and they have they have all of the regulars, plus they have the glassware. Yeah, but if you're into collecting, you know, like the beerware, so to speak, you know, the the mugs and Stein mugs, flutes and that sort of, they have that that stuff as well. So a lot of people like to collect that stuff. They like to collect it, and they like to drink out of it. I'm somebody that I'll buy. I've got, let me tell you what I like to collect. Popcorn buckets from movies that I'll never watch again. Not watch again, but I'll never use the popcorn buckets again. What do you do with them? Well, currently I've got a Batman and a Spider-Man I and a Guardians of the Galaxy uh, popcorn bucket not doing anything. <laughs> so, yeah, you I would probably get more use out of a, a beautifully crafted Enid Brewing Company. It's has of to drink out of a popcorn bucket <laughs> depends on what i'm drinking i can drink a lot of beers out of a popcorn bucket as far as the enid Brewery company goes though they are super popular yeah and you don't have to just take our word for it no like they've been covered on discover oklahoma they've been in the tulsa world if you want more information there's plenty about them out there but the the hidden thing the hidden agenda the 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 thing the hid, behind the, the bookcase. The hidden feature yeah. that I was discussing at the beginning of the show. Okay. They have a bed and breakfast called the upper story. Yeah. So it's kind of the mid century modern apartment uh, right above the brewery That's... in downtown Enid. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, I think it, dude, like if you really want to get thrashed and, and then go upstairs, or and if you just like the overall experience you want to have a a full day a full weekend give me the a to z yeah yeah i like that i like it but if you want more information on the enid brewing company you can check out their website enidbrewing.com and coming up next cherokee nation's economic impact on oklahoma exceeds three billion that's a billion with a b coming up i'm raven rollins And this is my Southern True Crime Podcast, where I discuss cases from my former hometown. Ada, Oklahoma paints itself as an average community, but its history of murder and corruption runs deeper than any story has ever told. You'll hear plenty of special guests, including authors and experts in their fields, who visit with me on each episode, as well as other cases in the Southern states. With notorious and unknown cases alike, every victim sees the light on my show. This is Sirens, a true crime podcast. So our news story today from KTL by Savannah Sinclair. Cherokee Nation's economic impact on Oklahoma exceeds three billion dollars. You know, I was just up in uh Tulsa and I'll say it again. Tulsa, I talk about it every time I go up there. And- um but three billion dollars is nothing to balk at. Yeah, there was a recent forum held at the University of Tulsa where the Cherokee Nation highlighted highlighted their annual impact on Oklahoma. And dude, it's mind-boggling. Yeah, they, you know one thing, when you create three billion dollars of economic impact, that's a lot of jobs, that's a lot of businesses, that's a lot of uh, tribally owned businesses. I mean, it's, it covers a, a huge swath of the community. Yeah, I mean the opportunities, the the development in Northeast Oklahoma in their support of education, their growth in industries, the prov- the jobs that they provide, the improved health care and building infrastructure, that's just like the tip of the iceberg. Economic report shows that the tribe remains one of the state's largest economic drivers through investments, employment, labor income, and local production of goods and services. Dude, three billion dollars to the bottom line. Like when we talked, when we talked about the economic impact of tourism in the state. Yeah, it's not dramatically more than that. I think it's three times that. The last time, last time I saw it was nine billion dollars. That's a, that's that's insane. When you think of on paper, that's that's insanity. But you know, during COVID, the relief funding generated. hell, they got two point seven or two million seven.
1: An economic in, impact in, in, in economic
0: impact in Oklahoma during COVID for crying out loud! But I think more importantly, the Cherokee Nation itself has either directly or indirectly supported over, nine, over eighteen thousand jobs and pays out almost almost a billion dollars in wages throughout. North- here's a here's something that I I don't think of because you hear so much. And again, I'm this, I'm not casting any shade, but you hear so much about Chickasaw country and Chickasaw Nation because that's kind of that's mm-hmm. the area we live in. I didn't know this but the Cherokee Nation is the largest sovereign tribal government in the United States. That's crazy to me. I didn't I wasn't aware of that at all, but I think it's worth noting that they make significant investments in the infrastructure of, of Northeast Oklahoma, roads, bridges, transportation, housing, public water and sanitation systems. I think it's huge. I just I find it amazing that Cherokee Nation not only owns all of these businesses mm-hmm. and has all this huge impact on the economy, but they're also heavily invested in the cultural preserve, <clears throat> the cultural, the cultural preservation of the Cherokee Nation, Cherokee people, and I I think they do a really good job of balancing that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean. To take that a step further, you know, we've talked about it before, and we've covered stories, kind of what the Kiowa are doing with having la- uh, Kiowa language courses at OU. Mm-hmm. I think it, at at its core, if we don't preserve the traditions and the the
1: it, it all
0: the history, it all becomes an ancient text that no one understands. In in order to carry these these sovereign nations forward, you have to preserve the history i mean it's it, it should be it should be treated no differently than any other historical record I, although i think as time goes on the the languages start to fade away the traditions fade away the the storytellers fade away and I, I just think that the cherokee nation's done a just a fantastic job of still preserving that pride that the, in in the nature of the the cherokee nation I, i'm, I'm I'm all for it. Please continue. Well, if you want uh, more information on this news story, we'll include a link in the show notes. But if you want more information on the Cherokee Nation specifically and their impact on the economy, check out the website, CherokeeImpact.com. Quick shout out. I forgot to mention, if you go to Weber's on Peoria in Salsa, ask for Brian. He messaged me and said, hey, you swing through, ask for Brian. There's going to be a lot of people swinging through going, where's Brian? Where's Brian? You know, we've, we've been talking about this for a while. We need a stinger. yeah. And you're supposed to be working on the stinger for our Ooh. listener feedback. But there was a little bit of listener feedback that is actually really cool, I think. Okay. So there was a movie being recorded. Oh, yeah. In a town. Maybe. Not far. Not far from here. Not far from here. And you and I were out checking it out. We snapped a couple of pictures. We no put, biggie. Nothing big. We didn't, there was no. We weren't hanging from the rafters of said movie set. We were in a, a public, Pub- publicly accessible area and we took pictures of just some scenery. Yeah, just scenery. And we posted on Facebook and we had a massive, massive turnout. I th- I want to say we went from a couple hundred thousand to 1.3 million people reached on Facebook yeah. in a very short period of time. And the producers of the so, movie mm-hmm. in question yeah. reached out to us and said, hey, some of this is supposed to be a secret. Can you guys please take down your photos? Right. Like, it's in newspapers. We knew about the location. Because, because of it, the newspaper. It's in... It was in the Daily Oklahoma, and it was in the, 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 the local... The Valley yeah. Community News. so we yeah. kind of thought it was public knowledge. Right. So we thought it was cool. We'd take some pictures. It's in Oklahoma. It's referencing an old Oklahoma movie. It's an Only in OK exclusive. It's an Only in OK movie. Right. And, um, yeah, I thought it was really cool that we caused such a stir that the producers of said movie that we cannot name um, asked us to please take down our photos. I was in Walmart in Tulsa, Oklahoma, playing phone tag with a produ- production company over said movie. Mm-hmm. I finally got a hold of this production company of for said movie, and I was kindly asked In not so many words—had I not said, "You just want us to take it down? Oh, that—that that would be a great idea." <laughs> Who am I to tussle with with Hollywood? But. You know what? Good publicity, bad publicity, I'll take it. Wait, I, I prefer good publicity, <laughs> so I don't want to cease and desist from Universal Pictures or whoever, whoever the uh, production company is. But yeah, that was our... Br- you know, and I honestly, when you told me, can you return this call for said person, I really thought we were... You, you, know, thought, you thought I was pranking you or something. No, no, no. When I saw the message, I was like... Maybe we're getting some behind the velvet rope kind of stuff. Maybe we're gonna be invited to the premiere just to keep us from not being banned from the the movie premiere. I I was nice. It was not an invite as VIPs to said anything or as to be the podcasters that get blown away. I think the the funny thing to me is like you're you make products that you want to be advertised. Yeah. That's your and goal. You got too much advertising by a couple of podcasters putting it up on their their Facebook page, I thought it was I thought it was a good I thought it showed the value of our show yeah very clearly you know it's and it's not like we were leaking you know it's not like we were leaking Brad Pitt being in the next Batman movie no the <laughs> the photos were legitimately of the smallest bit of background right imagery and there were Twelve dollar an hour security guards that looked like they were just like waiting to get off. Yeah, guarding the area. I probably could have like said squirrel, and they looked that way, and we could have walked onto the set no problem. There's nothing keeping you from walking on the set besides two guys that aren't big. (laughs) 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 I mean, we're old enough to be their parents. Yeah, uh, but you know, kind of cool. I mean, it's kind of cool being. I mean, I'm always, I'm going to take it to my grave, probably. Hopefully that won't be our legacy. That won't being, you know, kindly asked to remove said images. But no, that's pretty cool. If I think you, so. Well, hey, if you're a Hollywood producer or a publicist, or if you're not, keep the feedback coming. We're going to start. We're going to do a thing again. I'm going to create a new stinger <laughs> for... We're getting a lot of listener feedback lately, at least consistently enough to where I think we could bring it back. But if you want to be a part, if you want to hear your comment read on the air in front of 1.3 million people? 1.3 million people. That's a million with an M. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been the Only and Okay Show. I'm Harley. And I'm Brett. And we're out of here. Peace. Would you do with two hundred and fifty thousand dollars? I don't know. Probably pay off all my bills. You wouldn't get into a small submarine and journey oh, to no. the Marianas Trench yeah, no. with a guy that's controlling the submarine with a Logitech. A third. Let me tell you about Logitech controllers first of all. When I worked at GameStop, people would come in and go, "How much? How much of the PlayStation?" At the time, PlayStation 3 controllers. Oh, 50 bucks. What? What's the cheapest one you got? Well, we got a Logitech. $9. You got a $9 controller guiding a submarine with how many passengers? I know you're shrugging your shoulders, but Five. I mean, I, I know stupid is as a stupid does, but you're going to be a relic with the Titanic? They got one more day of oxygen. That's what they said Thursday, and it's... Mm-hmm. They're they got, already dead. Well, they got one toilet. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, They're, they're dead, already man. dead. Like, you don't go radio silent in a five-person submarine. See, here's the thing. You've got a whole lot of fail-safes. Yeah. If they lost their communications, uh-huh. they would have just surfaced. Yeah. If they lost their ability to surface, they would have just said, hey, we're stuck down here. But they went radio silent and didn't pop up. They had a, a faulty seam. Something. A, a, an, un, uh, an unsecured bolt, they got down to 1.2 miles under the wow, ocean and that man. thing collapsed like a beer can. Oh yeah, that's what I was saying earlier to somebody who's like, they're going to find trash when they find this thing. I don't even think, like literally, I think it's, they're not going to find anything because it's now one one hundredth the size that it was right and it's solid aluminum that sank to the bottom of the ocean you know there's only one, one person that could save the day james cameron you know he well no he made that he invented that dive kit remember when he went to the bottom uh-huh. of the Marianas trench and it was dark just completely pitch black he's like well nothing down here when you got that kind of money that's f you money first of all i'm gonna build a thing i'm gonna yeah. design a thing i mean when you have multiple billions of dollars i mean elon musk put a tesla in orbit around mm-hmm. earth yeah he did like that, that's nerd that's, that's like just like total fu. money yeah richie like, rich i gonna just build a rocket a rocket that can go into space <laughs> yeah. what are you gonna do with it Nah, i'm, I'm just kidding. i'm gonna put one of my cars up there <laughs> nobody's stealing that one seriously yeah Case I ever break down when I'm in my space travels, I basically. Well, I mean, it's like hop in a Tesla and a billionaire with a with a half a brain is basically a child playing make believe on the floor. Whatever you can come up with when James Cameron makes the ocean floor look more real on a movie than in the real ocean, that's stupid money, man. But anyway, I guarantee he's sitting at home going waiting for the bat phone to ring. They didn't call me. Dude, I'm telling you, it's not a rescue mission. <laughs> oh, anymore. I know. Oh, I know. And it's not a recovery mission. I'm sorry. Yeah. Nobody has the money, the means to go searching for a a ball of metal yeah. that's buried in silt now. You know, we talk about the 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 effect of, you know, our part of our job is to kind of look at reviews and, of course we don't let me review anything because a 3 out of 5 is I loved it. But even if I've got $250,000 to just shoot out of a money cannon, I'm doing can I do some research? How many how many missions have have they went on that were successful? I'm not doing a maiden voyage and the yellow submarine because they're not they're def, they're going to be I don't think it was a maiden voyage. I have done some What yet. what I'm saying is like how did this who do you sue? like the guy right now that started it all you i guarantee he's like pop <laughs> he's done. wasn't he in it was he i don't know i think he was jeez god man that's just insane to me i there are a few things i have no interest in when i went on a cruise i remember going out on the deck of the boat at night there is nothing other i think maybe the vastness of space that prepares you for staring out into the darkness and being in the middle of the ocean and going, dude, I'm five feet away from never being found again. Oh yeah. Like if you're the if you're the guardrails on the ship, you're like, come at me, bro, because nobody's gonna find you, huh? Because I, I like so I said, I've never seen other than sitting in pure darkness, and even then, it's not as it, it's not as black as looking out into the. There's nothing. I can't imagine. Can you imagine what kind of death that would be? It'd be a slow one, being slowly. When be does the hydrated, hope, Well, when does the when does the hope? When do you stop giving up hope that yeah. you can be rescued? When the radio's like, Shh. <laughs> and you feel yourself being compacted. Like I some, don't think there would be any feeling. Like literally, my thought is because there was no distress signal. They didn't say, you know. Breaker Breaker 1-9. Is there not a homing beacon or something that, that could yeah, have been... I'm sure there is. And it's right there with the radio, <laughs> yeah. which is now inside of a steel ball that is that about is a foot across. to me. The thought of that. It just being, li- basically being liquefied. Yeah, and that's I my personal opinion. They probably had a faulty seam or something like that. They got down to a certain pressure, and that thing literally just popped. Yeah. What a nightmare! What an absolute nightmare! I, I don't think it'd be a nightmare at all. I think well, I know, be like, but no. You but hear the, a noise? Yeah, but the, and yeah, then boom, it's over. Then it's like <laughs> like going into the multiverse and getting stuck in the whatever the hell.
1: God, man, it's like
0: being teleported into a volcano, an active yeah. volcano. You're not gonna feel anything. No, it's gonna happen pretty quick, huh? But from an onlooker's perspective, let's pretend you're watching it happen. That's nightmare fuel, dude. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, know, I Honestly, I don't know, but in my eyes, when you're talking about something, that pressure is so yeah. dramatic. I don't even know what the PSI and miles. I also wonder how deep, you know, like free divers, how deep they go. One meter, two meters? 300 meters. 300 meters, oh. I think. Oh. So like right, right on the brink of passing out. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> That's bad. Hydrostatic pressure. Calculate depth below ocean floor mile water. Yeah. Okay. At the deepest point in the ocean, mm-hmm. it's literally fifteen thousand pounds per of force per every inch of your exposed flesh. It's like having like fifteen thousand pound weights connected to you all at once. Gosh, You're, you you disintegrate at that point, don't you? Yeah. So, Isn't that just crazy? To even, <laughs> so what's the, is? are we still saying Marianas Trench, the the bottom They're of it? They're not at the Marianas Trench, but it's still, it's it's stupid. It's like, it would be like. But that. what I'm saying is that the deepest, or are we yes. still saying that's the deepest? That's okay. the deepest. But it would be the equivalent of having a, I don't know, 10,000 pound flat metal plate yeah. dropped on you. Like you wouldn't feel it. When when sea animals are like, nah, we're good right here. Yeah. We're going to not have spines yeah, or, or veins. Like We're just going to be blobs down here at this point. I mean, there are some sea creatures that live, and they don't look like anything. <laughs> <Man>. No. <laughs> you're iridescent. You have to be iridescent to live that far down. <clears throat> just can't even. I can't wrap my head around it still. I mean, I can, but if you're in it, You've already got your head wrapped around it. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, I, I don't even think we can actually picture Are you going to look up what it would look like to be crushed? <laughs> it just shows a, an empty a void. Your body was here. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so there's a list of what would have, what happened to this submersible. Most likely scenarios. Number one, it's bobbing around somewhere on the surface waiting to be found. They lost radio, and they're in a tiny little ship with water. That's and, not the case. I mean, it's possible. I mean, it's distinctly possible. It has suffered a catastrophic implosion, um, catastrophic failure. This could be due to a leak or a power failure. There's also a chance of small fire, blah, blah, blah. The worst case scenario is that the pressure hole was breached, leading to a catastrophic implosion. It would happen quite quickly, and there would be little chance of surviving. Um, it might've got tangled up in the wreckage of the Titanic, which again, why did they get tangled up and not have a race? They're saying at this point in time, even exactly where it was, they would, they probably, if it's under that much. Yeah. At that point, it's not safe for a rescue, for a search or rescue. Okay. A sea wolf submarine can go down to 1600 feet, 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 not miles. Crush depth for a human is, oh, if you went down 35 kilometers, it would crush your bones. More people have traveled into space than into the depths of our ocean. Crazy. Yeah, I think I think it's just your can theory just holding it. I mean, like, nuclear subs go down to two, two or three feet. Yeah. Regular design. This is not.
1: <laughs> but, Clearly.
0: Like, that's not. They have, like, a shit ton of fail-safes in place. Mm-hmm this thing was the size of a minivan and had five people inside of it <laughs> right. yeah. how many failsafes did they have and what kind of flaw like you know somebody didn't put enough epoxy on the the window and yeah. they had 1 billion gallons of water rush into the size of a into the space of a small closet all at once yeah and how do you how do you check that and the t- I mean, obviously you dip it in the water and see what happens before. I mean unless it was something more catastrophic than that. I mean, does it get any more catastrophic I mean it could've like you said, a small thing. Gosh. Screw a bolt in tight enough. Like, like Torque Schmork. Like what, honey? <laughs> okay. Yeah. He forgets to tighten the freaking I'm not already. Alright, bud. you ready right, strap on freaking rocking well, man. What let's Ro- roll. Ro- 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 yeah. We've been recording the whole time. Uh, it's to some got some good stuff on there. Got some good stuff on the outtake, dear bud. Street closer due to twister. So it says? That's so what it says. You know? When do they when do they break the news? <laughs> that newspaper was sitting here when they asked us to take down our They're saying for more value we reach more people Washtaw Valley Shopper. And the Daily Oklahoma. That's saying something. That is saying something, man. I mean if I knew what our rights were, I might have pushed a little bit. Rights? All right. He puts the MC in the McDouble. <laughs> I'm with you, dude, because I was thinking about it, man. I was like, "What times Fourth of July start? Uh, midnight? When? Well, um, it's like right after the third of July, but not the fifth of July. Hold on. Can you? Is that every year?" Are fire firecrackers legal? Uh, depends on where you live. I live in the country. Yeah, probably legal. <laughs> Can I bring my own airplane to the air show? <laughs> <laughs> on, I'm getting to the picture. I should just ask on Facebook since that's what everybody does, right? No, you need to instant message as the only in okay show somebody that just random, just random. What time, How much it costs? See, I heard it's free, free admission. I will say this, Texas wants you to know when you get there with the big granite Texas. Yeah. You drive into Oklahoma, I'm like, you're using the new logo. Okay, cool. Got the new logo, the thing that Travel OK released yeah. last year. I got you. But you barely see it. Like, can you announce yourself? I agree. Oklahoma's on. We're better than Texas in five out of six ways. What's the sixth way? We don't got a sign as big as them. Well, I mean, I, I realize that Windstar Casino is your welcome to Oklahoma sign. We have a small sign. Of- and tiny picnic areas when you're scattered about the, uh I mean. I don't like that, by the way. It pisses me off. What? That all of the rest stops on the side of the road that were just rest stops. Yeah. Like, they're gone. Yeah. I, it's dumb. Why? It's because they didn't want to mow it Or something. I remember when I was a kid stopping at a rest stop on the way to Texoma, especially. Well, it didn't matter when. There was always one right there before you got to Davis. Mm-hmm. It's not there. The the okay, the nitpicky stuff that I'm talking about, like uh, the Texas Welcome Center. I mean, it's not the Pentagon, it's not the Vatican, but it's a nice little Oklahoma's Is uh, eh. On the same border, yeah, I agree. It's on the same freaking border, and it's you get really. They built the Taj Mahal, and we built a Conoco. Yeah, but I will say this about Texas: every road. Once you get once you get into Dallas Fort Worth, every road is oh, it's a damn. Well, that no, that's every road. Every road in Texas is a toll road. Do you know how many toll roads there are in Texas? Here's the thing, folks: you go well. We should have. We should have where we don't pay any sales tax in Oklahoma. No, then they turn every road (laughs) into a toll road and they make public transportation $7 million a (laughs) a mile. $7 million a mile. That train is cool, but I'm telling you, ask Texas what they think about that train. Yeah. But every time, I remember last time we went down there, I'm like, 10 years ago, I didn't have to pay to drive down the George George Bush Memorial Highway. Now it's. They're 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 pegging me for five bucks, five twenty or something something stupid in Oklahoma toll. Mm-hmm. We went to Tulsa, you know that one that you hit Bristol? Mm-hmm. five bucks. I mean, it was remember the dollar twenty five dollars fifty days. Yeah, it's really getting ridiculous. I hate that they got rid of the toll booth down here. I liked I I, I like that one to one. How you doing? Or just go through my. I like knowing that there's people there. I feel like I'm on the Autobahn now. Well, there's people there. They're hypos. And they're pulling you over. Dude, I've never seen it. In all my years of driving this thing, A, I've never been pulled over. And B, you know that little substation by EasyGo? Uh-huh. I think those cars are decoys. I've never seen a highway patrol car. pull in or pulling around. Uh-uh. I have once or twice. Once or twice, maybe. I'm telling you, it's, a, it's the wild, wild west out here in the southwest. I said negative, Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. Copy that, Goose. Uh, roger that. Uh, we've, got, we've got a couple things in our uh, rear view. They're like, that's not what you say. You don't say rear view. You're canceled. Yeah, that's a, uh, you guys are Air Force. I was talking Naval Air. This, yeah, Air this Defense. is. Yeah, this is Merchant Marine stuff, uh, man. You uh, wouldn't get it. Naval Special force. No, this is, when Marines, we, when we're flying a Harrier jet, this is what we how we talk talking Marines. Wish I rear view mirror. Because we got them. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but they're, they're small. but they're, <laughs> uh, You got to check your side mirrors. Jude, did I tell you about getting, doing some, uh, I may they may not find me after, you may not find me after I say this. What if you had to have blinkers on airplanes? <laughs> <laughs> they'd make it, well, they'd make it really easy for the MIG to go, <laughs> he's turning left, 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 left. <laughs> or he's banking, he's banking. <laughs> uh yeah, bud, we'll be there. You want me to tell them? I you? don't know. Can we get on with the show? Hey, man. <laughs> it's Brett with The Only in okay Show. Yeah, we'd love to be there. <laughs> you guys have food? <laughs> <laughs> you should reply but you should reply back and go, what day is it on? Is it free? What time? They're like, cancel. All right. You ready to get going, man? I'm ready. Hallelujah, brother. Hallelujah. Damn hamburger, you... Been working out. (laughs) The ham grimace. You're really making me grimace. Sorry, that's stupid. Uh, (laughs) Hey, look at the sesame seeds on that hamburger. (laughs) That doesn't even make any sense. (laughs) No, what was the cop? What was the cop that wasn't the hamburger, and then there was the cop that was the burger. Grimace? No, Grimace is the purple guy. It's his birthday. They just, they've been doing a purple shakes. If you can find a ice cream machine that works, <laughs> gosh, man! Look, we can put five people in a submarine, but we can't figure out who <laughs> the cop put... was. And no, we can't figure out how to fix the ice cream machine at in McDonald. Officer Big Mac, Officer Big La Big Mac. McDonaldland, even in McDonaldland they needed law and order, and while the made-up world of trippy fast food characters didn't exactly have iced tea chasing down criminal deviants and Sam Waterson prosecuting <laughs> prosecuting their cases, it did have a police force of its own. This force consisted of one man, and his name was Officer Big Mac. How come he doesn't get any love? Hang on. uh blah, because blah, Is blah. it because he's a cop? Is that what it is? Um... Beef life. He was a good cop. Yes. was. was this, um, it, whether or not he was a good cop is a subject of much debate. Yes, he was fairly effective at keeping the Hamburglar and Captain Crook at bay, but he was also the subject of a federal investigation after causing hundreds of inju- injuries and potentially forced into early retirement oh. because he had the cage. Yeah. That, ah. I've been in that thing, the 29th of May. Yeah. Those toys were not safe to get So... Out. They think it could have been that, or it could have been that Mayor McCheese and (laughs) Officer Big Mac had a beef. Oh, of course they did. Not anymore they don't, because McDonald's had had beef in their hamburgers since like the 70s. You know what? But listen, you know what it takes to be Officer Big Mac? To all beef patties, special special sauce, lettuce, cheese. On a sesame Sesame seed seed bun. Yeah. You know, many have... (laughs) (laughs) What's that, Police Academy? You gotta be. The, we one hundred came in, only one walked out. Talking best of the best, there. You heard a SWAT? Don't hold a candle to <laughs> Officer Big Bang. <laughs> uh, we're gonna put. He's gonna put you in the paddy wagon. Come on, seriously. Uh, hey, you ain't gonna be hot dogging around on your motorbike. No hot dogging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At McDonald's, <laughs> there's been a McFlurry of activity. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god! Fines <laughs> are McDouble in this area. <laughs> it's a school zone. Was he the first cop to get canceled because of fines are McDouble when children are present? <laughs> oh, you ready to do this? I don't know. <laughs> Beef lives matter, do they? If you're a, a McCop, what is that? A sticker. What is it? Palperolta? Dutch huh. Dad. Dutch Dad. What's that? It's Dutch Brothers. I'm going to cover it up. <sighs> Man, come on, dude. They ain't paying us, dude. They ain't one- <laughs> You know what I mean? They they won't even go Dutch on a date. Let's st- tell you between Scooters and Dutch Brothers, they can both go to Coffee hell. We only drink coffee from Viridian Coffee with three locations. Chickasha, Duncan, and Lawton. Viridian. Surf's up. <laughs> what? <laughs> A statue of Officer Big Mac was stolen in 1983 by the hamburger? <laughs> Sorry, by a guy dressed up as Ronald McDonald. It was an inside job. <laughs> a five foot tall fiberglass version of Officer Big Mac mysteriously went missing from Miami McDonald's with a group called NPLO claiming re- <laughs> claiming responsibility. Ruthless cartel. You know what NPLO stands for? NPLO. <laughs> no pickles, lettuce, onions. <laughs> <laughs> The Chick-fil-A gang kidnapped Officer Big Matt. Okay, <laughs> we're going to get on with this. Let's huh? get it. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Today we're talking about Edid Brewing Company. What am I looking at? Hang on. That's not it. Three, two, one. And welcome to the... Ch- 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 <laughs> that wasn't even a word. Big <laughs> Me, 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 me meow, 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 I got in trouble when I was a kid in the back seat, and I don't know why. I don't know if it was for me going, orton, which they made up that word. I don't know if it was that or for, for saying rock of ages, and it sounded like I said rock of, I don't know what. But I got in trouble for it. John reached back and popped me in the head. Probably not the first time he popped me for no reason. Um, still miss you, though, bud. Three, two, one.